On this episode, we're going to talk about the latest moves LinkedIn is doing and what brands should do to keep up with those changes. With so many different platforms, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Hi guys, welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast. You're tuning in for a dose of marketing and to get what's happening in the ever-changing social media landscape. And every green piece of content we have here is actually <laughs> actually green also today. Ah, I am evergreen. <laughs> I am the definition <laughs> of yeah. evergreen, you guys. It is Chris Carboners. I'm SEO. always ranking on the SEO. <laughs> <laughs> always doing good on YouTube. That's exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. And then we have, uh, let's get a close up for uh, Andy Damien, our uh, lead strategist here at Cupco. Welcome, you guys. Hey, guys, welcome. Always a pleasure having you. And then let's Thanks. just get into it. So, um, what do you expect from LinkedIn on TikTok? Because there's no, hopefully, I can bring you guys up to date. LinkedIn has now la- launched a new campaign on TikTok where they are catering into this career talk on TikTok. Uh, and their goal is to employ, to ra- raise the employment in, uh, amongst UK youth. So UK um, youth is it yeah, just UK youth? youth? Yeah, I think so. Mostly British is that that's the target at least. That's what I read. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I read. I mean, but is that because of their Irish hub? I think. Uh, or in the or is that more like in Britain or is that like, maybe it's a branding move? Yeah, I think it's more because employment is quite hub? is kind of down in the Irish. in the British segment from okay. sixteen to twenty four years old uh, year olds, and they wanna you know prep. Raise the UKU more. for uh, you know the workforce and uh, yeah yeah and and jobs in the early. I think years. it makes sense, and I think yeah. a lot of brands yeah. are like need this. Like so many brands come to us, and they're having a hard time finding young talent because young talent either want to be freelancers or they want to mm. work for a cool cutting edge company. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot that are like you know these sort of more traditional companies maybe older age uh, companies that are having a hard time attracting young talent yeah. so they need to do something and obviously linkedin is like hey we're going to use a competing platform mm. that has that young audience yeah so it makes sense but is it a is it a competing platform i don't think so and that's why i think it's such a smart move from linkedin to like go on yeah. tiktok and like hey we exist by the way you want to register i think anything that's competing for your attention i mean that's i think true. that's why netflix is like our biggest competitor is sleep. <laughs> like, okay, Netflix, you <laughs> crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> but I think that's like, because that's stealing people's attention yeah, is sleep. that's true, that's true. So I think that's, uh, you know, that's, that's the same with LinkedIn. They're, they they have Facebook as a competitor. They might, they might not say that in board meetings or in like company meetings. Oh, Facebook is, or TikTok is our competitor, but. But it is. It's just another but platform. It's it not is. necessarily like a competitor, but it's a, it's another social there was, media platform. There was job ads on. Yeah. I mean, TikTok had a campaign where people had, you know, job ads up. They're specifically for job advertising mm. on TikTok. What? You don't remember this? You know, no. I forget which. There was a pilot project where there was uh, a bunch of bigger U.S. employers that were looking for younger talent. And, and it, and it, what it did was it, it allowed you to apply directly within From TikTok. From the video. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. That's you applied with a video. Like, okay. So that was um, that was a program Makes that they sense. ran. 
I would say almost two years ago now, maybe 18 months well, ago. I haven't seen that campaign. You haven't seen it? Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know if it was super successful because it, it, they didn't uh, let anybody else into the program I, I uh, you inquired. Applied? No, I didn't apply. <laughs> I inquired for some other, you know, customers mm -hmm. thinking that this might be a thing we could provide them with. Yeah. yeah in terms of service, but they weren't letting anybody else in. Oh, okay. man. So in terms of a competitor, I don't TikTok know, you, is there, I man. Mean, you kind of branding for LinkedIn also just to be on that platform and then, yeah. you know, tapping into the community. I mean, that's what we have at least advised other brands, our clients to do, just tapping in and build that awareness around their brand is good uh, for... Yeah, I think that's on point. And, and I think it's, it's just like a, a brave, brave move. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is on YouTube and yeah. same is, with LinkedIn. Is Facebook on Twitter? Yeah, Facebook's on Twitter. Yeah. They have to be. I mean, they're taking, yeah. you know, and same with LinkedIn. LinkedIn's yeah, on yeah. Twitter. I mean, everybody's on everything nowadays. I feel like they kind of can't ignore it. Mm. No, they can't. I don't think so either. Yeah. And then but, I think yeah. like also the execution is very much on point that I like mean, they don't. TikTok is hardcore on, on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's true. They do a ton of stuff yeah. on LinkedIn. Mm. A ton. So, I mean, it's there's no problem. Everybody's in bed with everybody. Also, when, when they were like sort of selling... Yeah, when they were selling in the U.S., wasn't it actually Microsoft who wanted to buy TikTok? It was Oracle. Oracle. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Went through. That was a. I think that was all for a show. Yeah. Yeah, just to calm down the U.S. market. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But otherwise, I think the execution is on point. It's very nice yeah. that they went with like an influencer-first approach, and mm. they don't try to actually bring their boring employees over yeah. and and get them to create content but i think yeah, linkedin don't bring your boring <laughs> no no i'm just joking i'm just joking but i think actually this leads me to you know the fact that wasn't actually tiktok no linkedin actually acquired or hired the head of head of creative solutions from tiktok or something like that i think so there was a career change or, yeah. or a, okay. a move that initiated yeah. this whole campaign power, i think power shift yeah okay interesting uh but speaking of uh let's tap into uh, more linkedin what they're up to they're also great getting in this creative space and the more creative creative mode that's uh now on linkedin yeah. where they have opened up some features uh would you guys want to elaborate on how brands should reconsider their linkedin strategy giving now oh, there's yeah. like a lot of more features available yeah i mean um i to be honest i don't know because I don't think like that these features will mean huge differences for the brands. I think it's uh, it's because these are mainly meant for creators yeah. and for further empowering people to create content and, and put content out there. But to be honest, like not even for the people who are putting out content, I'm not sure if it's worth worth it for them to, to, to switch to a creator profile. Yeah, that's the thing. What kind of creators are on LinkedIn? I mean, there are multiple people who are like pro like doing content for LinkedIn on an almost professional level. So I think I think there are some features that are great, like the newsletter and mm. the live feature is great for people who want to go all in on LinkedIn. But otherwise, as soon as you go into creator mode, you would have to switch your connect button for a follow button. And of course, that has positives to it and, mm. and negatives as well, because I think there is a maximum capacity of maybe 2,000 connections or 1,000 or something like that. You have a maximum capacity on connections. 35 or something. Yeah, you have a maximum. Somebody let yeah. us know in the comments, what is the max amount of connections you can have on LinkedIn? I think it's yeah. around 35. Yeah, thousand or something like that, or forty thousand, and then you have to, then you can only follow. Yeah, mm. and then I think um, that's what the creator mode is actually solving. Plus, it's it's providing you with this feature of 
you can now go live on LinkedIn. Yeah. But I switched to the follow mode. You did? Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, but I still get you don't a lot want of people like requests. sending you connection requests. No, they can. Like of course, they can. But I don't. I very rarely accept them, and it's not like people could. People will probably in the comments, or people will probably be like, "Why?" Of course, like people are trying to connect with you and do business, and that's the point. And it's a free, you know. But a large amount of people are just recruiters trying to, mm -hmm. you know, or just salespeople. Like they're just literally trying to sell me offshore development, or they're trying to just you know, do some sort of partnership with me, which I don't have an interest in. Like mm. I usually get partners together when I have a particular yeah. need. When I have an issue, I will reach reach out to the marketplace and find somebody to help me with something. So it's very rare that uh, I actually accept connection requests unless it's somebody that I'm am doing business with, yeah. like literally like, like, a, like a client or an employee or a potential partner. Yeah. So. Have you ever been... Uh sort of like headhunted ever since you're a CEO? Did anyone try to bring you in? That would no. have been like so funny. No, I can't remember anything. I have had some, <laughs> I've had, you know, I've had a lot of people try to sell me social media services, uh. which is quite funny. Like, hey, does your your brand needs to be in social media? I'm like, <laughs> how kind of you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Have you looked at what I do for a living? <laughs> yeah. It's like asking a mechanic, hey, does you need your car fixed? It's like... That's what I do, man. Oh, so I had I've had a lot of that, which is quite interesting. Yeah. But uh, do you have any advice for uh, for brands just top of top of mind? If well, they can utilize I, I think you should really be leery of the newsletter function. I mean, the problem is is like platforms change, and you know, people have argued that well, I can have an augmented sort of thing to have my newsletter in in inst or in uh, LinkedIn as well, and. And how is that different than anything else? And for the most part, I kind of agree. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really want to be beholden to that platform for yeah. my newsletter. Like we often talk about first party data, like it's very valuable. And, yeah. and having a really strong, uh, even though we're a social agency, like having a really strong email marketing base is really, it's gold. It's worth its weight in yeah, gold. Yeah. Like, and I think that you're sacrificing that uh, ownership for having it on LinkedIn and, and yeah. I, I have so many newsletter requests that like I don't accept any of them because I don't have time to read your newsletter like yeah I got time to read our newsletter <laughs> and that's it because ours is the best <laughs> but uh, and a couple others I really like um, you know there's a few I won't mention them here but there's a few really great <laughs> competitors no no they're not oh. competitors they're just like they're, they're, they're not relevant for you guys no but I th <laughs> okay. okay business douche no but I think, <laughs> I think the newsletter point that you're making is really great because um, I had actually one of my favorite clients reaching out uh, asking about the feature and if they should hop on it and I was saying the exact same thing that um, I don't think it's a good idea because of the exact same reasons you've just mm. been pointed. And also, like, if you already have a newsletter feature running on email, why would you want to come over to LinkedIn and, and let LinkedIn basically cannibalize mm. your efforts that are yeah. otherwise and sort of angled towards getting people to sign up? Why would you increase your workload? Yeah. Now you're doubling it because you want to reach more people. Yeah. And what's not to say that LinkedIn was like, you build all this newsletter up, it's a million people, half a million, maybe even 100,000. Like, then LinkedIn is like, no. Then LinkedIn is like, oh, do you really want to reach these 100,000 people? I'm going to have to get you to pay for that now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, yeah. what? What are you talking about? Like, I spent all this time building this out. 
So plus also there was LinkedIn stories. Like if there is not a wide enough audience on the feature, they would also close just it down. Have, yeah, they would just yeah. close it down. Like imagine like all the companies that went like hundred percent in on LinkedIn stories. It's hard for me to imagine a company like that because I don't think anyone did it. No. But yeah, they can any anytime yeah. just close features. Mm. Yeah, and then you're stuck, yeah. and you have to pull them yeah. over to another platform, and you have to see if you can even do that. Yeah. So, for example, and, and this is a clear example from the real world, like LinkedIn events came out, and they used to have a feature where you could actually download the list of people who signed up for the yeah. event, and then pop those into your event management system or CRM. They do not allow that now. So, really, anybody they yeah. removed that? It's New all privacy, gone. Uh, oh man, yeah. So right? I can't like I can't match up two pieces of data if I have people signing up on an event page and also signing up on LinkedIn. I can't cross reference the the data and see who's actually coming yeah. and who's mm. not. So it's like really forcing me to look at should I even do LinkedIn events, events yeah. because I can't pull the data. I can't see shit. Yeah. Like I can't even create a guest list. I would have to do the guest list within LinkedIn and like look who signed up. It's but wait, wait, wait. completely aren't, aren't stupid. Aren't there some like gray hat methods to do these things? Like LinkedIn is like super, or at least at one point but it was super I, airy about like- to, Why do I have to- break terms of service <laughs> why do i have to break True. the terms True. of service yeah. to get some data that i think is <laughs> is you know is crucial to mm. actually run my event properly mm. because now i have no idea who the hell is showing yeah. up and i can't i have to go i can't download a list i'm literally like and that's a point of a guest list people sign, signing up saying i'm attending yeah so now you have to actually now I can't do shit. You can't yeah. literally cannot do shit. You have to look at the attendees list and like Cross write it friends. down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, let's go it back to 19, 1991, but probably further, 18, 1881. No, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. But pen and paper, that's where we're going back to. Rock, paper, scissors. What do you guys think? Uh, I think live though. Let me just finish yeah, this. Yeah, I think the live is a really good feature. And we've seen huge success with some customers yeah, that's true. doing the LinkedIn live. And if they open that up to more companies, they're opening it up to more creators. But if they open it up to also company pages, I think it's a very solid um, activation. We've seen yeah. some but great what, things what come What kind of efforts do you think companies then will have to consider before jumping into LinkedIn live? They really have to have good presenters. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, Media most companies, people. yeah, most companies, they don't realize what kind of training is actually needed to so hold an audience for yeah, a moderator, right? a half an hour, 15, 20 minutes. Most also schedule them to be too long, like mm. an hour long live stream. It's way too long. Like, What's the optimal length in your opinion? 15. 15, 20 minutes max. Just yeah. in and out. Have a good topic that's like you've you've planned it out. You know you have points where you're checking in with the audience, engaging with that audience, thanking them. Um, you know, having a good flow for when you do go live because there's always a you're waiting for people to get into the room sort of thing. Like you're waiting for people to join the live. There's always a dead silence yeah. sort of thing. So you have to have a plan for that. You have to plan for post promotion, pre promotion. Um, even mid promotion, like right when you go live, yeah. going out to your other platform saying, Hey, we're going live right now on LinkedIn. Please join us. Click this link. Um, it's a ton of like small little things along that checklist that you're just like, okay, we better nail these things. 
but the media training i think is really yeah because it is the host is Mm. breaking it or making and it's different media training than doing like media down at the television taking an interview with somebody or doing a pr interview like on a newspaper it's totally different you have to engage with a live audience like yeah welcome back is anybody from sweden is anybody from croatia give us your likes in the comment give us some comments below like it's a totally you'd be a great host why are we not having any linkedin lives because we don't have the feature <laughs> we, i've applied apply? so many times really? yes linkedin if you're listening it's a close club show us some love <laughs> <laughs> after the, you just the sure. breaking <laughs> voice the breaking voice though like <laughs> show us some love we just want the live <laughs> just give it to us We've been asking a long time, okay. two two years, three years since ever since the feature came up. But I've I been thought, asking. I thought it's super easy to get uh, get the approval. Not not if you're Chris. Not if you're Chris Cabernet. <laughs> Shut it down. Most hated man on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you. <laughs> what roles do you guys see LinkedIn playing in the social media sphere here in 2022? I think it's going to continue playing the same role as it does at the moment. You don't think the creator mode will set fire to anything? Not really. No? I don't think I so. I don't see it happening. No, I, w- I don't think so. I think I think we just had a very interesting discussion just right before the podcast with Chris about the quality of the content, mm. and yeah, I'm gonna I'm in a slightly different opinion than Chris. I think maybe the content is going to improve on LinkedIn going forward. Yeah, and I'm hoping that I will manage to keep my end of LinkedIn clean and uh, not oversaturated ah, yeah yeah what i mean is that like of course what we also talked about is that there is like an ever increasing amount of content coming to the platform mm. and everything is just becoming overly self-promotional which yeah. is quite tiring to look at to be honest yeah i think every platform needs to open up the gates on organic yeah right now this second they're, that's why they're getting their ass handed to them by tiktok in my opinion is that people see that when i post something on tiktok it reaches people mm. pure and simple yeah and linkedin has an issue like they're capping they're all capping facebook yeah. instagram linkedin snapchat they're all capping reach mm. simply for money long imagine- like short-term success on the money side which is fine you got to run a business i get yeah. that like i'm not i'm running a business too but the problem is is that what they're seeing is this exodus for attention elsewhere. Mm. And that's gonna to continue to plague them unless they say, okay, we wanna compete on the same metrics. Mm. When I post a video on LinkedIn, it gets not even close to the same amount of views as if I post on nothing on my TikTok, which has not, no followers at all, right? So it's it makes zero sense. I've got 15,000 followers on LinkedIn, I reach, two percent of that wow post it's like why why yeah it's crazy why linkedin (laughs) why why well they should invest i mean that's what you talked about in previous episodes also if they the other platforms really want to compete for instance instagram if they don't want to be the dead media soon and lose their business to tiktok they have to kind of invest in organic reach so people want to create more and come back and get that kind of uh rush from posting and uh yeah they want exposure yeah exactly they want to if somebody is following you you want to get you want to reach them. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's, that's what pretty basic. Like yeah. people have spent time, like I'm not gaming the system. I'm not trying to like fuck with the algorithms and get my content out to see more people. Like it's simple. Like I've gained connections of people who want to see my content. A lot of people follow me, let them see my content Yeah, and then let them decide. Like, yeah, 
this whole algorithmic bullshit of like, you know, really releasing it to a very small percentage of people that may or may not click with it or is like, come on guys. Or just make two separate feeds, one for discovery and one mm-hmm. for, yes, you like follow. exactly like what, yeah, what TikTok, what TikTok, TikTok did. Yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea. Mm. The concerning part is I never check the, the yeah, yeah, following, I'm, I'm no. all, yeah, I'm only on the for you page. Yeah. True. Yeah. But so that's also that why, but up. that's also maybe why, uh, happened, maybe, yeah. yeah, but also like, I think TikTok is always suggested that this is like the primary way of using the platform yeah. for discovery yeah. of content, I think. Yeah. They want you to discover. Yeah. They're going to start. You. So LinkedIn, start you in discovery mode. Mm. Then you can go over to who you're following. Yeah. It's a little like sales navigator is that sales yeah. navigator. I'm only seeing those who I've put into my sales navigator is leads that I want to follow. Right, so that I'm getting up to date on those specific leads. Yeah. So th- th- do the same with the LinkedIn feed. Could be Have cool. a discovery yeah. which you automatically get put into and your connections. Should we pitch it? To just did. I think, uh, yeah. Just did. S- send this LinkedIn, if you're listening, this is the feature <laughs> that you need in 2022. A discover feed and a My Connections feed. That do would it be now. so awesome. Uh, there we go. Interesting. Vote in the comments below. Do you want to see a discover feed? And a connections feed in LinkedIn. Let us should know. Should we make a poll post about it on LinkedIn? Yes, we should. We're going to do <laughs> that tomorrow. right now. Oh. Maybe do that in the release of this episode, actually. Yes. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let me recap. Like, uh, LinkedIn is not on TikTok for a campaign to employ more uh, young British people. And we think that's actually quite smart of them to tap into that community and, and career talk that uh, we encourage our own clients to jump on these trends and tap into these niche communities. And and uh, and also just for brands utilizing the new features, we think they should definitely um, be careful with the newsletter feature. Uh, wait a little, check it out. Maybe the f- function will be shut down or there's some data that you can't drive out as we have experienced with uh, LinkedIn events, for instance. But uh, the new live feature is definitely something brands should leverage when you can, but there's a different, uh, Chris's advice was to plan it out. There's a lot of multiple steps pre, during and after, but uh, some media training is definitely important to cap your uh, audience attention when you use the live feature. And then for LinkedIn to stay relevant and maybe shift out their new roles in 2022, they should develop uh, a separate page, like a similar to TikTok for uh, people to discover and uh, connect separately. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Nice recap. Thank you guys. Thank you. So here you have it. Our take on what LinkedIn is up to. And uh, please subscribe, leave your feedback, your comments, your likes, your dislikes with us to get a chance to win a hundred dollar gift card to Amazon. We still have a lot of those in the, in the mix. Olivia Bossman, she uh, won the last one. Yes. She, yeah, she won. Uh, actually, it's uh, Olivia. If you're listening or watching, please DM us. She hasn't DM'd. I don't think so. Okay. DM us. We <laughs> miss you. <laughs> Maybe we lost her. As Should we just like that. find her on on Facebook or LinkedIn? Yeah. We'll like find her. Connect with her on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. See if she I'll find her. I'll find yeah. her. I'll find Thank her. you guys for listening and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Adios. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.